Well, today is an unusual day because it is the start of our homecoming celebration. We have some awards that we're gonna give out this evening to some alumni. You've heard from some of them. We're inducting some people into a hall of fame. We've got guests back on campus. We have special guests all over the place. I'm gonna take a minute, acknowledge a few of them. We're gonna have some fun today celebrating what the Lord has done on this campus. And so it's always great when Joy's in chapel with me. So thank you for being here and Samuel down there as well. So. I see right over here, Paul and Pat Dixon, our chancellor and his wife. So good to have you here with us this morning. Thank you for being here. We have many of our trustees who are sitting down in this area. And so if you're here, a trustee or spouse of a trustee, would you stand up and let us just welcome you here to Chapel Cedarville. At homecoming, we have many retired faculty and staff who come back just to see everything, to see the students they love so dearly and celebrate with them. We've got many here, I can't name them all, but I do see one in particular, Murray Murdoch, I see you down there. Would you wave at everybody? I'm going off memory here, so I may get it wrong, but I think Dr. Murdoch taught here for over 55 years. That's pretty special. We have our business advisory council here as well. So if you're here for business advisory council, would you stand and let us welcome you here to campus at Cedarville University? Online, in overflow, in the room, alumni who are back. If you are an alumni of Cedarville University, if you are a friend of the university and you wanna stand up, let us welcome you back to chapel, back to campus here. Come on, alumni, stand up. All right, parents, grandparents, freshmen, sophomore, junior, seniors, super seniors, graduate students, community, everybody, we love you. We're glad you're here. Today, we're, we're acknowledging some special alumni as well. And so we have here with us our alumnus of the year. He's down front. William Chip Bernhard is our alumnus of the year. He graduated from Cedarville then college in 1977. He has served faithfully as the pastor of Spring Creek Church for 35 years. He's married to Margie, who's a 1975 graduate of then Cedarville College. They have three children, Kelly, Carl, and Ben, who all graduated from Cedarville University as well. And I told you before, I'll tell you again, because some of you weren't in here, I'm not sure there's a single pastor who has sent more students or recruited more students to Cedarville University than Chip has. He has been a faithful trustee and guided the university through three separate presidents and has helped us go through some really difficult seasons and navigate them well so that we came out the other end still standing for the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Chip, would you stand and let us honor you? Our young alumnus of the year is Danny Barron. Danny graduated in 2014. He's the founder of a residential real estate team called the Barron Group, and they are just killing it down in Cincinnati. They started their first year selling 24 homes. 
They're gonna sell over 200 homes this year. What I love even more than watching the success online is that he's building a team and loves people. And he loves the gospel. He served his local church as the minister of music for five years now. In 2021, he married Representative Jenna Powell, who is Ohio's 80th House District Representative. Together, they wanna serve the Lord in business, politics, and the local church. Danny and Jenna, it's good to have you here with us. Would you stand and let us honor you? If you have ever admired a tree on campus, or flowers, or flower pot, or a finely manicured area, or perhaps you have taken that picture of the sunset and given glory to God, you have appreciated the work of our next recipient. Paul Ware served as Cedarville University's groundkeeper working in landscape maintenance for the past 45 years. Now, here's what, here's what you wouldn't know about him. I've talked to students before who told me they learned more about marriage and theology and life by picking weeds next to Paul Ware <laughs> than anywhere else. Now, we've got great faculty and staff. That's not to say that our faculty and staff aren't doing an incredible job. That's just to say that Paul Ware bleeds scripture. And we are thankful for somebody that loves the Lord and loves to make things beautiful so that we'll give him glory. Paul, would you stand? Marilyn, would you stand beside him? She served here for 25 years as well. Going into our Athletic Hall of Fame this year is Rachel Castro Orange. She graduated in 2005, was on our track and field team from 01 to 04, and she is a three-time NAIA Outdoor All-American. She is an NCCAA Indoor All-American in pole vault. She's a two-time NAIA Indoor All-American. She's the NCAA Outdoor All-American in pole vault, and she owns four of the top 10 marks, including the school record of jumping 13 feet, and she has six of the top 10 outdoor marks. And we're gonna induct her into the Hall of Fame athletically tonight. Would you stand and let us welcome you? Thanks for being here today, congratulations. Scott Aker, who graduated in 07, played on our men's golf team in 06 and 07, is being inducted into our Athletic Hall of Fame as well. He is Cedarville's all-time scoring leader with an average of 74.72 strokes per 18 holes. I usually get that on the first nine, but that's a story for a different days. Second place record with a single season scoring average of 73.61 strokes and the lowest 18-hole score in school history with a 67, that's five under if you're keeping track, and he shot 68 twice and 69 twice as well. 2006-2007 NCCAA All-American and a member of the Ping NAIA All-Region Team. Scott, would you stand and let us congratulate you on this honor? So what is the state of our university? <laughs> Somebody said Ohio, didn't they? <laughs> I'm gonna sit down now, my job is done. 
That is classic. Yeah, I thought of a lot of different words that could describe it. We could describe the university state as, as strong. Uh, we could describe it as enthusiastic. We could describe it as unified. We could describe it as, well, if we want to be honest, undeserving. We could describe it as honored, humbled, but this year we're looking at the fact that the Lord is good. It's the Lord who makes everything happen around here. So today as we see all the slides, I talked to you about what the Lord's done on this campus. We just need to give praise to the Lord. And because the Lord has been so good, I think the perfect word to describe where we are is that the state of our university is blessed. We are blessed by a good, good Lord. In fact, we've gone through Psalms. We're looking at that. The Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever. And his steadfast love has been shown to us even in the early on stages of this semester. Now, those of you that are students, you will remember it well, but here's an image just to remind you. Remember how good the Lord was to us at Bible conference? You remember that, that image there where the, the altar right down here was full? Many students professing faith in Christ for the first time, owning their own faith, students repenting of sin, students taking steps toward God, surrendering to whatever God had for them. Friends, these are special seasons where eternal work has happened and the Lord has been good to us to let us see it and be part of it. I love worshiping with you love praising the Lord with you, raising our hands together to a God who is truly good and truly worthy. I love seeing small groups of students praying. I love seeing faculty and staff pray with students, and the Lord's been so good to us in the way that he's done this. He's been good to us also in that he has given us a record freshman class. Here's the picture. I started to circle the upperclassmen that snuck in there, but I decided I would I'd do that another day. There's 1,139 students in that photo. That's up 17% from just last year in the freshman class. So you know what I conclude from this? Two things. We are blessed, and we need a bigger circle. <laughs> we'll get to work on that after we get past homecoming. It's not just the freshman class. Look at what the Lord's done to us for enrollment. We have an overall record enrollment. That record enrollment has increased by 367 students over last year. That's 7.8% for a grand total of 5,082 students here at Cedarville University. The Lord has been good to us. I won't tell you who. I was talking to one of the alumni just before chapel um, I think came in 1957, and there were 109 students on campus in 1957 with a freshman class of 30. It's a little bit different. So if you meet any alumni that need directions to anywhere tomorrow, be, be sure that you try to help out. The Lord's been good, not just in enrollment. The Lord has been absolutely incredible to us through partners in ministry. In fact, it was just last week that we received a million-dollar anonymous commitment to the university. That's incredible. 
We have some other partners that we've been working with for the past year or two as we've been walking through the building and the planning for the Scharnberg Business Center. And so I'm excited to announce to you today, I think this is the first time we've made this announcement, that our School of Business will be named the Robert W. Plaster School of Business. This is in honor of Robert W. Plaster who believed in free markets and free enterprise and entrepreneurship, all the same things that we believe in. The Plaster Foundation has generously contributed a substantial seven-figure gift to the university, which will be helped to build the Scharnberg Business Center. Would you join me in expressing appreciation to the Plaster Foundation for their generosity? Some of you would have heard me mention this before, but this summer we also received a transformational gift of $8 million from an anonymous donor to help us expand our capacity. We have donors who love what the Lord is doing. They wanna make sure we have the buildings and the facilities to have more students on campus, and we are so grateful for the donors who have given to this university. But you know, it's not all about the large gifts. In fact, every single gift matters. In this past year, we had over 5,400 donors who gave individual gifts to Cedarville University, and that resulted in a grand total of $19,199,077 being given to the school just last year. Would you express your appreciation to every donor? So now it was last year at the State of the University, we announced that we would have a new goal, a new campaign, and we were going public with our 1,000 Days campaign, and we told you that there was gonna be a $125 million goal. I think I probably confessed to you then that I've often wondered, could we even accomplish that? Would that even be possible? And the trustees know that I had my reservations over whether this could happen. Last year at this time, we announced to you that the Lord had been gracious to us and committed to this campaign. We had already reached a number of $95 million committed to this campaign. That was last year at this time. Today, that number is larger. I'm humbled, maybe a little bit shocked to be able to tell you this morning that we've had over $116 million committed to this campaign. There's a lesson for us all here, students. We frequently doubt what the Lord can do. You know, he's in control and he's the God of the cattle on a thousand hills, and he's the God of your problems, and he's the God of your frustrations, and he's the God of everything that you're worried about. And too frequently, we think too little of our great God. This is a small thing for him. This is insignificant for him. And I have to believe that the way the Lord's working, that it may just be that we exceed this amount, perhaps even blow past this amount as we continue through this year. We won't presume upon the Lord's grace, but we'll see what he does. The Lord's been gracious to us. We also have a new dormitory. Some of you are living in this new dormitory. How many do we have here living in Wood Hall? 
All right, there you are. A lot of you sitting right over here. All right, awesome. The Lord was gracious to us to allow us to open that new dorm in honor of Vice President for Academics, Dwayne Wood, who served at Cedarville for a long time. And how many of the athletes have been working out in our new Callan and Academic Expansion with the Varsity Weight Room? Our volleyball team over here, yes, thank you. They dominated in the name of Jesus with a 3-0 win at their last game too. Congratulations on that, well done. In, in fact, I, I think this weight room's just gonna help all of our athletic teams dominate in the name of Jesus more often. And so we, we'll beat them up on the field and pray for them afterwards. And so... Hallelujah. All right, I expect another hallelujah when we get to the gospel. But... I'm just having fun if you thought that was offensive. And beat them up is figurative, it's not literal. So we also have a new program upstairs that we're gonna start, the PA program. So we have offices, labs, and classrooms for your alumni coming back. If you haven't seen that, you need to make sure that you go by and see that. The Lord's been good to us with all of it. Future PA student right there. Today is a day that will forever change the landscape of Cedar Lake. Now, we've already moved a little bit of dirt, like nine feet worth. We've, we've done a little bit of work with staircases coming out of the ground, but today is the day that we officially will turn over some dirt and celebrate the groundbreaking for the Scharnberg Business Center. This is a treat for us because we actually have Mr. Lauren Scharnberg in the audience with us. He has served as a trustee at Cedarville University from 1994 to 2018 and as an emeriti trustee since that time. He's been a dear friend to me. We've spent countless hours on the phone in conversations. He's been a mentor. He's been someone I love like a second father. Lauren and his family committed what was at that time the largest ever gift to Cedarville University of $10 million to help us get this building started and we honored him by naming the building in his honor. Mr. Scharnberg, would you stand and let us honor you and recognize you today? He and his family have been so generous to us and such a blessing to us, we're thankful for them. I should put the building up here. Oh, look, you get to see what it looks like. It's groundbreaking at 11 o'clock today. If you're not busy, you can come join us and stand out here as we celebrate the official groundbreaking for that. Inside of this center, we'll have several things. Uh, we will have the Plaster School of Business faculty. We'll have the Barry Center for Free Enterprise. We'll have a Center for Cybersecurity. We'll have the Communication Faculty. And there's something I'm forgetting that we're gonna put inside here. Maybe it'll come to me. What was that? I couldn't hear you. Some of you really like bagels. All right. <laughs> Some of you are nodding. You really do like bagels. That's great. 
I'll be over at Chick-fil-A when you get your bagels, but, or maybe somewhere else, but I'm getting ahead of myself. We also have a new dorm that's going up because we have so many guys on campus right now, they need a new dorm. So this dorm's for you guys. Another 120-bed dorm will be ready next fall. And so we're excited. We haven't named it yet. I've got to get to work on that. We'll get it named. That's okay. We'll figure it out. You know what else we're going to do? We're going to have another restaurant that I really like. So this restaurant actually will open next fall. It'll be here. You'll have to wait for the Scharnberg Business Center in the fall of 24 before we can have those bagels, but we get to have some gourmet Chinese next fall on campus. Orange chicken, walnut honey shrimp, fried rice. It's time to go eat now. We're excited. For those of you that are alumni coming back, the place that you would have known as the Hive is gonna be converted into Panda. What we call Stingers will be converted into Panda Express. And then we're actually gonna move Stingers upstairs into where the dining hall is now. Listen, the, the Lord has been incredible to us. We don't need to take, event, we're gonna still have the dining hall by the way. We're just gonna move it to one corner. Friends, we don't need to take advantage what the Lord has, take for granted what the Lord has done for us here. There are schools all across the country. They're not growing. They're not having the blessing of the Lord in the ways that we're seeing it. And, and we don't measure success based on the number of students or on how many people give. Even those, those things help us accomplish the mission here. The most important thing that happens here are lives that are transformed for Jesus Christ. The most important thing that happens here is that we stand for the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. So if you wanna know about the real state of our university, it's not in numbers of students who show up on campus, it's not in buildings that may be going up. Those are places where transformation will happen the real state of our university is that we are more convinced than ever that the Lord is good and that his steadfast love endures forever. Friends, I am more convinced than I have ever been that the Bible is God's word, that it is authoritative, sufficient, inerrant, and that that word tells us that God created the earth in six literal 24-hour days. We messed it up. We sinned. We rebelled against the God who loved us. And God in his grace and mercy gave us the Old Testament to foreshadow a coming king. He gave us images all throughout the Old Testament, a kinsman redeemer, but there's gonna be a greater kinsman redeemer. He gave us pictures of a Passover lamb that one day John the Baptist would say, whoa, whoa, there's the Passover lamb. There's the lamb that will take away the sin of the world. He gave us images of rituals that would only last for a year as we were able to have sins forgiven in the Old Testament, looking forward to the cross that would come. And then he sent his only begotten son so that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but would have everlasting life. 
Friends, we live in a world that has gone absolutely crazy. We live in a world that is chaotic, that is looking for satisfaction in all the wrong places. And we have the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have the message that will heal what ails them. Friends, Jesus came. He came born of a virgin and lived a sinless life and went to a cross and died in my place and for my sake and in your place and for your sake. And he went to a tomb and he didn't stay there. He got up three days later. He conquered death. He conquered sin. He said, you know what? It's better if I ascend to the Father and give you the Spirit living within you, the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, and that is the Spirit that if you are saved, that lives within us. And friends, we have nothing to fear. We are anchored to the cross of Jesus Christ and our King reigns. And it doesn't matter what happens in Washington or what happens in a courthouse or what happens in a chaotic world, Jesus is on his throne and you can't take him off. So on this campus, in every classroom, in every major, in everything we do, a biblical worldview will be presented and we will exalt the Savior who died for us and who loves us because Jesus is King and he's coming back. It's not over. He's coming back. And when he comes back, he's not coming as a baby in a manger. He's not coming as a lamb to be slaughtered. He's coming as the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He's coming on his white horse. He's coming as the one that can speak to storms and tell them to stop. He can speak to the waters and tell them to be still. He can speak to our souls and do whatever we need done so that we can glorify him. Friends, today, that's where we are. We worship and serve King Jesus. So to all those alumni, they come back and they wonder, is this place different? I mean, a lot has changed. Dear students, I want you to tell them there's one thing that hasn't changed. We will stand for the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. You know, I have no doubt there are some students among us, even right now, you're probably struggling. Whether it's loneliness because you're not with mom and dad, whether it's a breakup, organic chemistry. <laughs> differential equations. I don't even know what that means, but I hear it's a class. Whatever it may be, I'm really not kidding. I don't know what that means, but don't tell me. I don't want to know. We have faculty members that know. Alumni are going to be showing back up on campus too with problems, with heartaches, with struggles. And I want to tell you, if that's you or if you encountered that in somebody, you tell them to make sure they're in this room at seven o'clock on Saturday night. I watched a little bit of the program last night. Oh my word. So encouraging to know that we can have peace in Jesus. 
to know that he can calm the storms of our life, to know that he is ultimately in control. And friends, if you're here today and you're struggling and you're hurting, I want you to know this. You were loved. You're not only loved by Cedarville University, but more importantly, you are loved by our creator and God of the universe. I think we should sing praises to his name. Let me lead us in prayer and then we'll sing together. Dear Lord, you are a good God and we are not worthy. But Lord, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you that you do love us. We thank you that even when we are unfaithful, that you remain faithful because you cannot deny your character. For God, you are good and your steadfast love endures forever.